Grab your favorite cup. We're about to pour you a glass of the most wholesome drink. Our goal is to amplify marginalized voices through subjects that matter. We will do this by discussing subjects that are uplifting, gainful, and truthful, no matter how uncomfortable they may be, in hope of gaining clarity and invoking progressive change. Of course, we'll sprinkle on some off-color topics to make our discussions more palpable. Welcome Welcome to Urban Urban Proper. We are back for season two. Guess who back in the house? Dun, 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 dun. That's you the song that RuPaul stole from Isaiah Banks. <laughs> what? I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. It's like the exact same song. But, you know, they might have forgotten who we are. Oh, for all of those who have forgotten. Or just now tuning in. Uh, I am Darius, the destroyer of all things. I am... Shisha, the cuddler, self-proclaimed queen of everything the light touches. <laughs> yes, we are back. We are urban proper. As usual, I'm eating snacks. Guess that's just what Darius does. That's just what I does. A snack eating snacks. <laughs> Listen. Okay. Season two. What are we talking about today, Shish? We recapping. We've we've been through a lot since the last time we recorded. Honestly. Yes. Like genuinely, life yes. has happened for the two of us. Life since. has happened. Things have just Oh Lord, where to start? I don't know. I feel like you should start. I feel like more has happened for you. <laughs> I wasn't ready to start. <laughs> okay, I'll start. Okay. <laughs> um well, I mean, like, um, I produced my play for a second time, My Infinite Sadness, yes. um, for the St. Louis French Festival. It was, like, super widely um, accepted and praised, and everybody that came to see the show loved it. Um, tomorrow, we're recording this, so y'all will hear it a week after we record, but tomorrow is my anniversary. Woo-hoo. I've been with my boo for a year, y'all. Ew. Anybody who knows me knows that's a huge deal. Yes. <clears throat> and if um, you don't know, you need to go back and listen to season one. Because <laughs> he talks about this man with every damn episode. Every single episode. It's a trend. We got to keep it going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just kind of living life. I'm happy. Which is not something that usually is a thing for me. So, here we but are. you're deserving of happiness, love. Thank you. Yes, of course. While pour us some shots. Yes, pull it up, pull it up. Cause that's just the kind of mood I'm in right now. Hopefully, I don't knock anything over with my clumsy <laughs> ass. Um. So while you pour up the shots, what's new with you, Sheesh? I quit that punk ass job. Yes. <laughs> that toxic ass fucked up job. I quit it and I've never felt so stress free in my life. Like, I ain't felt this stress free since kindergarten, y'all. <laughs> like <laughs> For real, cause you know in kindergarten all you do is like color and nap and learn your ABCs and how to count to ten or some shit. Right. How to spell your name. Like that job, y'all, was putting me through it. Listen. We had been short staffed since November. I was doing the job of like three different people. Mm-hmm. No raise, no bonus, no thank you, no gift card. 
just you know can you can you do this can you do this can you do more things what else can we do how else can we you know make you stressed out and have anxiety (laughs) um how much how how much more work can you take on you know without a raise like you know shit like that and I had um since the last time we recorded excuse me um I went to Costa Rica yeah I was gonna for like a week it felt like a month. It oh, felt like you were going for so my God. long. When I tell you I love, that's probably like, okay. So I've been out of the country three times. And last year I went to DR and DR was just turned the fuck up. Like we mm-hmm. was like, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that and leave it at that. But Costa Rica was different. Costa Rica is really what me and my friend, um, we were celebrating her 30th birthday. It's really what we needed. We needed to relax. We needed to change the pace. It gave us time to reflect. Well, it gave me time to reflect. I'm not sure about what she, what she experienced on um, her journey there, but um, it was beautiful. It was relaxing. Time moved like so slow down there. Like, it was fucking me up. Because I was like, bitch, it should be like 4 o'clock and it was 10. <laughs> like, <laughs> so that's probably why I feel like I was gone for so long. But um, after I came back, and it was some things that were promised to me at my job before I left. And they said that things were going to be straightened out by the time I got back. Well, when I got back, it wasn't. And I just was like, I'm worth more than this. I don't need to put up with this stress because like literally like my stress was manifesting physically like my legs were swollen um my ankles were fat as fuck which is not normal the normal thing for me um i was just like having anxiety attacks like every fucking day and anxiety attacks people think they're just like rocking back and forth the heavy breathing mm-hmm. it's not it's zoning out it's not being able to remember what you're saying in the middle of a fucking sentence mm-hmm. um it's sleeping all fucking day like literally it was i was depressed had anxiety and was depressed and i came back and i was like yeah i'm gonna give my two weeks or whatever and they start clowning with me like i had no rights Oh. To put my two weeks in. And which stressed me out even more. And I ended up going um, to my doctor. And, you know, that was that. So I haven't been back since Wednesday? Ooh. Last week? Yeah. So I'm free. And, you know, people are, um, I mean, which is a natural thing, concerned about what I'm going to do financially and everything. But I don't make any kind of money moves without making sure I'm good. So, I'm good. That's the real <laughs> tea. Like, I wasn't even, when you told me, I wasn't even concerned about the finances. I was like, I know she, she like, yeah. she wouldn't just quit her job and have zero dollars in her bank account. Like, <laughs> like, I'm hitting the pole, bitches. I'm hitting the pole. Listen, I'm about there. But, <laughs> you know, that's my journey. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, there's just, like... You just had. I had to realize that it was okay to change my journey. It was okay um, to quit a job that wasn't for me because so many people are consumed by just making a paycheck. Mm-hmm. They're not happy. Um, but when you sit down and you really think about it, your job is where you spend the majority of your waking hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you work from eight to four thirty, you have a commute. You probably waking up at six to get ready. Leaving at seven, getting to work at eight, 
getting off at four thirty, commuting back home, probably not getting set. If you have kids, if you have class, if you have anything to do, like your whole day is gone. Yeah. And if, I feel like if you're spending the majority of your day somewhere, you should be happy with that place. You should be happy with the environment, the people that are around you. And if you're not, you need to change it. Yes. So that's what's been happening with she. She's dropping the truth. See <laughs> this episode. Can we take yes. any shots and celebrations? Yes. Let's do this shit. Can this be just like a, a weekly thing? Yes, I'm with it. Mm. That's how you know both of us work as bartenders. Yeah. Because you clink and then you tap. Mm. That's how you do the damn thing. I got to build my tolerance back up before we go to Puerto Rico. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like. Yeah. For those of you who are just now trying to tune in to season two um, for my 30th, we are planning to go to Puerto Rico. Me and a bunch of my life. I feel like lifelong friends. It really has been a long time. Yes. <laughs> which have really become my family. Uh, extension of my family we're all going to puerto rico and we are turning up like so. i'm scared about how much we're gonna turn up so yeah <sighs> so that's the thing but um since i'm off work i have planned to go visit my family um for a couple of weeks plan to do a lot of things you know just sit back and relax for and figure some shit out you know yes yes yeah. i um Love that we're doing a recap episode and recapping with life, and also that you talked about uh, being it being okay to change your journey. Mm-hmm. Um, totally forgot about this when I was talking about what's new with me, but um, I didn't necessarily quit acting. Oh come on! <laughs> um, but I made a personal choice to take a break from the stage and the. Um, theatrical aspect which fucking blew me um yeah i i had already made that choice a little while ago and i was like okay well i'll just cut back on the number of shows i'm doing i'll you know take my time whatever what have you and then i looked up and it was just so peaceful without it like my life was so beautiful um let me tell y'all, like, I'm just going to, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off for go a ahead, second. Go ahead, So, for the last, like, two years, Darius has been saying, oh, I'm going to take a break from acting. I'm going to take a break from acting. I'm going to take a break from acting. <laughs> After every single show. After every fucking show. So, I begin to give him, you know, that little white boy meme, the little white boy that grew up on fucking Vine, mm-hmm. his school picture, but he looking like, for real? Yeah, I started to get him that face. Yeah. And then I started saying sans Darius for everything. <laughs> yep. I invite like Darius, I'm gonna invite you, but I know you're not coming. But so I'll be like, hey Darius, you wanna go to such and such? Sans Darius. <laughs> like <laughs> And of course my response is sorry I have rehearsal. I like, have rehearsal. Or or I have a show. I have a show. Or like, I have tech it's tech week. Or yeah. Oh, fucking tech week. I did not miss tech week. Oh um, my gosh. So backstory. 26 so two years ago 24 i'm having one of the roughest years of my life like uh mentally and it dawned on me that i was piling show after show after show after show after show show on top of myself there was one point where i was doing three shows at once 
And I was piling all this stuff on myself to cover up the fact that I was hurting so much. My depression was so bad. Um, so I ran away. I kind of like did what you did mm -hmm. and went to... I didn't go out of the country because I'm poor as fuck. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but I went to Albuquerque, New Mexico, which is like, a, I didn't realize at the time, but a really spiritual city. Um, they call it the the land of enchantment. And I didn't know that until the other day. Some lady said mm. that to me. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know my cats be going crazy. They are nut jobs. But I'm glad they like each other again. So yeah, I ran over to New Mexico for a week and I wrote seven questions, a question to answer every day. Uh, so I would go out, I would do my excursion, I would enjoy myself, and then at the end of the night, I would come home and reflect and answer a question. And one of those questions was, what do you love about theater? And it ended up being the last question I answered because I just couldn't figure out what I loved about theater anymore. And I couldn't think of anything that wasn't superficial and anything that was beneficial to my life. So I made a promise to myself after that that I wouldn't do any more shows. And since then, I've only done four shows, I think. I had two that I was already signed on to, three that I was already signed on to, and then one that I did to help a friend out. Mm -hmm. um, and... The other day, I posted on Facebook, kind of joking, but also just to kind of say it out loud for the first time. Um, I'm out this bitch. <laughs> basically. <laughs> uh, life update. I'm not an actor anymore. Carry on. And the internet exploded because that's what people do. And then I posted my whole thing about healing and growing and how happy I've been and how I've been able to travel. And everything doesn't have to be Sans Darius anymore. Yeah. It's only Sans Darius sometimes now. And I love that. I do too. I I have been enjoying the past year and a half of not being an actor. And that's like a part of like self-awareness and like kind of like an awakening, like really understanding why you do the things you do and mm -hmm. why you may be acting out of character or, you know, ex experiencing stress. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people don't really do that. Take the time to self-evaluate. Yeah. And I think that's why people stay stagnant. That's why people stay unhappy. Yep, that is definitely why people stay in a job yeah. that don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. Like. Because if you drop dead, stressed out at that job, let best believe they're going to post that shit the same damn day. Yeah, they're like, oh no, so-and-so died. Please post her position so right. you can get somebody immediately. Exactly. Legitimately. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I... And, I think another common misconception with self-reflection is that you have to go somewhere or you mm -hmm. have to like do something drastic for it to be a or change. Be, or experience something drastic. You can't. Yeah. You, like before the whole being stressed out at work, I always try to think before I react. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I wasn't good at it. I'm human. Mm -hmm. Um but I was having a conversation with my mom. She was like, I always notice when you talk and whenever, you know, when you're listening to somebody before you respond, you pause. And she was like, it's like you are basically evaluating what you're going to say. Mm -hmm. Because 
even though people hate this phrase, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And I'm a firm believer about that, and I'm always going to stand on that. Um, But, yeah, you could just be just having a a miscommunication or an argument with your friends, and you just have to step back. Or, you know, it's anything. Just evaluate yourself. Yes, always take the time to just, even if it's like a sit back and listen to some music and you're like, okay, here's a situation that happened. Mm -hmm. How was it handled? Or how could I have handled it better? Or what am I going to do next now that it's already happened? Like, you can always take the time to step away and change your journey if you need to. Mm -hmm. Or take a step away from something that you think you really love but you're not so sure about anymore. Yeah. Uh, It's a powerful thing, y'all. Let me tell you. Taking that power, um, reclaiming your life, reclaiming your Your time. time. (laughs) It is a powerful thing. And that kind of segues into our next bullet point to talk about the company you keep. Yes, yes. And self-reflection, you also have to think about the people that are around you. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you can't grow in an environment that's closed off. Yep. And... You know, you can't, you're not going to be, no matter how ambitious, 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 I can't talk, you are, um, and no matter how independent or or whatever you want to call it, you might claim you are, people around you influence what what you do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if people are keeping up drama, then sometimes you're going to keep up drama. Um, Like I was telling Darius earlier before we start recording... I just randomly joined this group chat that I saw somebody advertising on uh, Twitter. And it was cool. It was all fun and games. Just fucking around, flirting and shit. Mm -hmm. And at one point, people got serious Mm. about some dumb shit. Mm -mm. I'm not going to go into it. Okay. But I had to sit there and think about the people in the group Mm -hmm. and the company I was keeping in the group. Yeah. And who I am as a person. And as a damn near 30-year-old woman, I was like, I didn't do this shit in high school. And I'm not finna start this shit now. Yeah. So I removed myself from the situation. And it doesn't matter how long you've been friends with somebody, how um, much you guys have great chemistry or history or what have you. It doesn't matter. If you find that something is not for you or it makes you uncomfortable, you have the right to back up of that situation. Yeah, you are. We outgrow people and situations and ourselves all the time. Yeah. And when you feel yourself growing, you got to let yourself grow. You, you got to put yourself to. in a bigger pot. Yeah. And you got to feed that growth. Because I feel like within myself, I, I probably, this is probably going to be my s- second Evolution, I like to call them evolutions of Shalisha. Yes. Um, you know, like I t- told you guys in season one, um, I was in a relationship and that ended, and I felt like I had to refine myself. And I feel like I just have opened myself to so many possibilities and really learning who I am and what I like and what I can tolerate and being 100% honest with myself and people might not like it a lot of people actually don't fucking like it like (laughs) 
honestly, they don't like the people that don't like it are the ones that need to go. Exactly, and those are the people who have gone, who yeah. I have cut off. And it's not bad blood. It's not that I don't love you as a person. It's just you not your chapter is done. Mm-hmm. And it's not the saying that I'm using people or whatever because I know somebody will be like, "Ah, you sound like I use it." No, nope. it's I have. We have grown apart. That's the thing. Yeah. And it's okay. And it's okay. You can still be cordial with somebody that you grew apart from. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the biggest misconception about growing apart from somebody because we've had we had a mutual friend mm-hmm. um, that we just slowly just grew from. Yeah. And it's not if I ever see her, um, you know, out. I mean, it's all love. It's, all love. it's not like I'm a knuck if you buck, run up, get done up, bitch. Like, <laughs> climb off her ass. But it's just like, you know, and it's at a certain yeah. point, you can't allow negativity or lack of self-awareness or whatever what have you hinder you from growing mm-hmm. you gotta it's always about I tell people this all the time you gotta be selfish you have to be if something ain't good for you it's not good for you and you just gotta be done with it like yeah when it know? comes to your peace mm-hmm. it is 100% okay to be selfish yep it sure in the always case. because your peace is yours mm-hmm. it's nobody else's responsibility but yours if your man keep liking other bitches photos or doing shit you don't like let the motherfucker go yeah let his ass the fuck go there is plenty of motherfucking fish in the sea there is plenty of people who are going to do right by you yeah i I forgot what I was about to say. (laughs) Mid-sentence, I forgot. And I wasn't having an anxiety attack. I just forgot what I was about to say. Um, Fuck, what was I about to say? Um, What were we talking about? (laughs) Damn, Darius. We were talking about it's it's okay to cut people off. Right. I forgot what I was going to say. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It is gone. It is gone into the ether of whatever. It's gone. Um... Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, keep good company. You do. And then it kind of, ooh, everything's just flowing all good. Yeah. And then, like, also with, like, with thinking about the company you keep in, having awakenings, I always sit back, no matter who I meet or what situation I'm in, I'm like, I'm supposed to learn something from this situation. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to learn? Because I feel like everything happens for a reason. Of course. The good, the bad, the ugly. um, It all happens for a reason. Either to learn from a situation, either learn, oh, I'm being too much of this way and I need to back up. Mm -hmm. Or I'm being too available for this person. I need to limit my availability. And you have to, that all ties into everything. Um, What are we talking about? What, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to learn from this situation? Yes. Um, learning every situation, like you said, things things happen for a reason. Everything is meant to be. But 
also, I kind of operate under the idea that there are multiple paths for each that too for each situation so you make the choice Mm -hmm. all of these possibilities are lined up and will happen according to what choice you make Mm -hmm. you make the wrong choice you learn okay this was the wrong choice exactly make the right choice oh okay this is the right choice you make a like there are endless possibilities to every situation Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day you have to evaluate what you're doing Evaluate what the people around you are doing. Evaluate how you affect the people around you mm-hmm. and how the people around you affect you. And whether a situation is healthy for you or not. Exactly. You can't possibly... And this is one of my favorite... You said something very similar to this. It's one of my favorite quotes I've seen on the internet. You can't heal in the same environment that made you sick. Yeah. You cannot. You can C A N N O T. Bitch, if you got Ebola, you can't be hanging around everybody that got Ebola. Listen, everybody got Ebola. You need to go somewhere else. Exactly. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> why is you dumb? Like why? Right. Is you, but and like, I understand that some people a lot of times feel bad because they've known a person for a long time Mm -hmm. or they've been in a particular place for a long time or they're comfortable that's my least favorite reason for somebody to tell me they won't stop doing something well it's comfortable or that's who i am no that that shit mm, burns me the fuck up listen you sound like somebody grandma this shit burns (laughs) me up Uh, (laughs) we should do an old black lady proverb yes we should (laughs) Um, but fuck, I keep losing my train of thought. Oh gosh, what was I saying? You was like me in the what episode was that? Detox tea. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't get my shit together. Um, shit, we talking about what you're supposed to learn from a situation. That's what we on right now. Was I just saying, Darius, bro? Wow. Do you need to quit your job, Darius? I think I do need to quit my job. That's what I was talking about, being comfortable. My least favorite thing for somebody to say to me is, I'm comfortable or that's who I am. And like, no, that's called toxic behavior. Yeah. And we need to, I've been saying this phrase a lot lately, we need to unpack that Unpack that shit. We need to go ahead and, you see that suitcase over there labeled trauma? We need to go ahead and burn that bitch out. We need Mm. to unpack that Mm. shit. We need to handle it. We need to pack it back up in a more neat and organized fashion. Yes. Because your trauma is not my fault and I will help and grow and build with you with your trauma Mm -hmm. and unpack your trauma with you. But But you have to be willing to do the work. You have to be doing the work along with me. Praise. Yes. And then on another note too, like if you want to go down that journey with somebody and help them unpack their shit, fine. All power to you. But make sure that motherfucker is doing the work. Uh Uh-huh. Also, it's not your fucking responsibility. No matter who it is, no matter if it's your mom, your sister, your cousin, your boo, Mm -hmm. it is not your responsibility to help people heal. Yeah. And it's okay to step away from the situation and be like, you know what? You need to heal on your own. Yeah. You need to figure this out on your own. Let me step away. Let me give you the space. Mm-hmm. You need to take your time to evaluate your situation. 
because everybody that know me it knows that I'm not for coddling any motherfucker. Mm-mm. Not at all. We're not doing that today. No. No ma'am, no no ma'am, no ham, no turkey, no bacon. We're not no, doing that. No, no, mm-hmm. no. Uh <laughs> listen, I I have felt more healthy this year by cutting off toxic people. Mm-hmm. By leaving situations that I have felt uncomfortable in behind mm-hmm. and not acting. Yeah. And sometimes like you have to, because like for one, like I was saying, my share started to manifest physically and you just have to be aware of the signs and being able to be like, okay, this is enough. Mm-hmm. Let me step away from the situation. Or even if you don't want to step away from the situation, let me evaluate the situation and see if it can change mm-hmm. for me. See if it can get better for me. And if it doesn't, that's fine. Leave yeah. it. No matter if it's a relationship, a job, a friend, a lover. Listen, jobs have the worst track record of not giving a single fuck about people. Yeah. And... I have been wanting to leave my job for a really long time because mm-hmm. it just felt like it was a toxic environment. And unlike Shisha, I'm not as financially responsible. I'm just going to be real open and honest about it. I know who I am. And that's speaking in your truth. And that's speaking and living yeah. in my truth and I am working on it every single day. Yeah. But I stepped back and I evaluated and I'm like okay I've been working here for a long time I get the ships that I want whenever I want them Mm -hmm. I work the premium ships I work in a restaurant y'all already know that Um, I make decent money when I don't spend it all and spend a check and get it right back listen and at the end of the day I don't have to invest as much of myself in this job as I was previously. Mm-hmm. I do as much as I I do the bare minimum. I'm like, oh, I will smile at a customer. Mm-hmm. I will make sure people want to come back. I will talk the food up because it is good. It's delicious. And delicious. I will 100% promote this company and this restaurant because I do want it to grow and thrive. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to be here forever. Yeah. And that was one thing I really had to realize, especially after all of the drama that happened before, that this is not my forever. This is for right now. Mm-hmm. This pays my bills. It pays my studio time. Mm-hmm. It pays, you know, promotional material. It pays new looks for performances. Like, so I'm good right now. Yeah. Just stop spending so much money. It's, it's hard, man. I was cleaning out my closet yesterday actually like this whole living room was a god awful mess and I was like bitch you got a problem (laughs) (laughs) I think I inherited my problem because like my grandmother loves to look fly well she loves to look fly she passed away three years ago but loves to look fly she was like you know you might not have a dollar in your pocket but you better not look like you don't like you better look fly at all times so that was instilled in me. So every time I go somewhere, I feel like I need a new outfit. I got a problem, y'all. Listen, I'm the exact same way. Every time I go to a concert, I'm like, well, I gotta have a look for this concert. Who the fuck 
fuck taught us that shit? I don't know. Who the fuck taught us that every time we go somewhere? I, and I think it's a black thing. It like has, it has to be. Yeah. Cause like, well, not ever just a black thing. Like Latinas do it too. Latino, like Latinx people do it too. I don't know. But I don't think it's but as much as like black people do. Listen, every time, like whole outfit too, like shoes. You gotta coordinate. You gotta coordinate, and then if you're going with somebody. Y'all gotta make sure you're not wearing the same thing or y'all gotta wear a similar thing. And then you yeah. gotta match the theme of the concert. Yes. Yes. Well, stress you the fuck out. I'm already stressed out. <laughs> and I'm not even going to a concert. And I'm thinking about what the hell I'm gonna wear to your concert on Saturday. Like, Listen, <laughs> I'm thinking about what I'm gonna wear. I'm like, well, maybe I can just buy something new. But I'm like, I have so much. I have shit in my closet that still has a tag on it. Oh. But we're gonna leave that for another, another episode. Because I, I can just. I feel judged. No judgment. <laughs> no judgment at all. But while we're just talking about um, kind of going back to the main um, theme of the episode, we're going to throw in the question of the day. Ooh. So when you're at a fork in the road, how do you make the decision on where to go? I love this question. Um, a because it makes me think of that Robert Frost poem. <laughs> Enlighten me. Um, this fuck right now. Oh really? Yeah. Um, two roads diverge in the yellow wood. Okay, I know that, but yeah. I didn't know the name. Of Robert the Frost. Okay. Uh, the road less traveled is the name of the poem. Look it up. Um, <laughs> but it really, for me. My decision making is always based on two things. My intuition, mm-hmm. which is almost never wrong. Bitch. And um, my heart. Mm-hmm. If my heart isn't in something, I can't do it. I can't do it. You can't and you shouldn't. I just, I'm looking into, I will take the role less traveled every day. And... That also is a little different for when it comes to like my career. Mm-hmm. I could take the easy way, mm-hmm. or I could take the hard way. I think a lot about like potentially being signed to a label and like being instantly shot to fame. Mm-hmm. But I like having creative control, mm-hmm. and I like making my music sound like I want it to sound. And my my aesthetic is my aesthetic. And I'm, it's your journey. Yeah. It's your journey and you don't want to give up control. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you were born by yourself and you will die uh, by yourself. By your motherfucking self. What about you, Sheeks? What's, what's your decision maker? Oh, um, I actually, I go with my intuition as well. Mm-hmm. I try to always go with what popped in my head first. Mm-hmm. My first mind. It's like I like to call it. I like to go with my first mind. Um... Because I feel like that's always... I find myself, if I don't go with my first mind, I regret it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, I should have went with the first like the first the idea that I had. Yeah. And really, I try to really sit back and not get too deep in the situation. It depends on the severity of it, actually. Um, but I try to think about the outcome. Mm-hmm. And like the whole job situation, I sat down and I was like, okay, if I quit this job, how am I be able to pay my bills? Um, I still have a part-time job, just to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it 
fucking matters. But <laughs> <laughs> not that it's any of your business. Yeah, that is in your goddamn business. Um, but you know, like having I had a nest egg. Um, I had been avoiding looking at a statement for a while. And when the situation kind of came to a head for me, when it started being too much, the statement came in the mail and I looked at it. I was like, oh shit, yeah, I'm gonna quit this motherfucking job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yes. So I was like, yeah, I'm be good. And um, because that, that would have added to my stress as well. You mm. know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, it's just. You know, just another day ruined by responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) I was supposed to be off today and I had to go in. Yes. Yes. And yeah, it's just. And then I had like an issue with procrastination. And I was just like, bitch, you got to just do it now. Just do it now. Just do it. Yeah. Because it's for more the reasons than one. To get it out the way so I can relax and have time to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm dropping a lot of F-bombs this episode. Um, <laughs> and two, tomorrow's not promised. Yep. At all. No matter how young you are, no matter how old you are, no matter how healthy you are, it's not. And, yeah. Yeah. That's the realty for your ass. Yeah. You better do everything you want to do. Right now, do it now, do it now, do it now. Listen, a giant meteor can hit this bitch right the fuck now, and this episode could never get posted. I mean, I would at least want to go to Puerto Rico, Lord. I mean, mean, (laughs) I'm holding out. Yeah, listen, I at least want to go Puerto Rico, at least, at the very least. I at least want to go to Puerto Rico. That's my minimum. Yeah, my maximum is like a couple world tours. Yeah. And retiring in a beautiful cottage in Italy. Like that's Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. But you know. Um, something I want to throw out here. Mm-hmm. It's a couple of things. Why are we talking about, you know, what we want to do and plans? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna we haven't did we don't think we've done this segment like at all since we've been doing over property. But we want to talk about delicious bite. Yes, and delicious bite not only deals with food, but it deals with stuff that is upcoming. Um, like our episode is airing on the first, so I'm trying to do stuff. That, a couple of things that are happening that's happening after, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I'm gonna start, start with good food. Um, this past Sunday, I went to Egg on Gravoy. Ooh, not Gravois. No, no. <laughs> it is Gravois. No, it is Gravois, and I mean Gravois. Not Gravois. It's Gravois. Um, because this is a French ass sound. I just want to let y'all know. And no St. Louis pronounces any of the French shit right, and it just drives me crazy. They say Shona right, don't they? Chateau? No. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Let me not get beat up by St. Louis's when I leave my house. Um, but um, Egg on Gravoy is um, it's like a Tunisian fusion Ooh. place um, that me and my good friend went to. And it, you know I love a good brunch. Mm-hmm. And you know I love a good fresh squeezed orange juice mimosa. Um, so that shit was lit. So go check it out. Um, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. And then also uh, I'm going to plug Wine Down Wednesday. Yeah. Um, why not Wednesday happens on Wednesdays, duh. <laughs> uh, at Oliva on the Hill. If you don't know where the hill is, 
Google is a hell of a thing. I just wanted you to know that. It's powerful. It is powerful. It's almost as powerful as reclaiming your time. Yes. Um, it is almost as powerful as your mom smacking you into next week. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, Wind Down Wednesday. It happens every Wednesday. It's a beautiful place called Oliva. It's on the hill. It starts at 5. It ends at 10. My black people, I want to see y'all there. Okay, Get I want to see us and more events like this. So it happens weekly. So you have no MFing excuse not to be so there. So there's one tomorrow. There's one tomorrow. I'll there's be there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna try to go for the next until it starts getting cold. That I'm not going, but they do have indoor and outside that um, in indoor and outdoor. yeah, out, outdoor. I said that right. Um, they have a beautiful pergola. It's just a beautiful setup, anyway. Um, so go wind down. Yeah, Wednesday. it's not super expensive or busting heads, as some of you St. Louis the people like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then on October fifth is Grove Fest. For all you um, LGP, LGBTQ IA plus 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 people Ooh. and all the you know the people that support the community um, it's October 5th from 2 to 11 the earlier you get there the better yes of course um, it is going to be in the Grove um, you know where all the gay bars are and um, they're going to have the dirty mugs a couple of performances food drinks it's gonna be a great time so yeah i feel like you keep saying the dirty mugs and i feel like i've heard of the dirty mugs you brought they're very like a popular cover band company I mean, they have their own music too i think yeah but yeah they, they bring the crowd out they bring the crowd out they get you crunk i love that and then for all you artsy people all you people that are hopeless romantics and everything Gross. um <laughs> the shaw art fair shut up because you're probably gonna be there it's october <laughs> 6th it's at 4200 flora place in shaw park so be be, you know, be there. Get you some be art. Get you some food. You know, it's festival season. It's starting to cool down a bit. Yeah, I'm you know? actually really excited about this performance on Saturday at Strange Folk Festival. Now, obviously, yes, this episode is premiering a week after it will have happened. Um, so y'all missed out. If y'all missed out, um, but that's why you need to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat. Nope, not Snapchat. Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't follow us. Never proper Snapchat. Oh Jesus Christ! That would be. Uh, we should. Lady City. We should. Um, but yeah, it's um, a craft festival. There's gonna be music, um, tons of vendors, and it's the first time I was reached out to. Um, instead of being the one reaching out. Ew, somebody so, get popular. Press, press, press. Press, 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 press. <laughs> Dita could use more press. Shout out <laughs> post on Facebook. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I love festival season. I love it when you get to be outside and, you know. Not sweating your ass off. Not sweating your ass off. You know I'm a basic bitch. You know I'm a common white girl on the inside. Oh my God, you fucking pumpkin spice latte bitch. I've had like one million of them. I listen. They I, start, I feel like they started the shit hella early this year. They started in August this year. They started August 28th and on August 28th, I Disgusting. was Disgusting. Disgusting. Pumpkin spice latte bitch. Disgusting. I have a pumpkin spice latte, no whip, almond milk. Thank you. Yeah, because you know you lactose. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that's not a cute. Um, but while we're joking and laughing, but also talking about cool shit that's happening, let us throw in our shenanigan question for this week. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, she just came up with this shenanigan question. Just gonna blame it on me, but I did. I should <laughs> This is the bus, and I am the one doing you. Yeah, I was gonna say, damn, bitch, and you reverse it and run on me again? Like, damn. <laughs> I got back problems. <laughs> so, what's really funny about this is my friend sent me a video of a little girl getting her hair done sitting between her mom's legs. And she was like, it's in a way, I'll have to show you the video when we're done recording. What? It is fucking hilarious. She was like, I want to be right there. It's stink. Oh. How, this is our Shanae question, how would you want someone to tell you that your cooter ain't fresh? If you don't know what a cooter is, I'm going to tell you. Your vagina. Your coochie. <laughs> your pocketbook, as they call it. Your, um... Your pussy. Your pussy. <laughs> How would you want somebody to tell you that you were a little, um... You need some still? You know, I've never had that issue. Yes, fresh pussy. Because, I mean, like, every time I have an encounter, you know, being a big girl and everything, I always make sure I'm fresh. But in the event that I missed the spot, <laughs> or you caught me off guard and you just insisted, first of all, if you insisted and I tell you to stop, that is your motherfucking problem. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, how would I want somebody to tell me? Because I'm sure the fuck is going to tell somebody that they could just saying. But just be like, babe, come get in the shower with me. Or bring me a towel. Wipe me off of some shit. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I ain't thinking about it with shit. I mean, how, but we want to hear from you on Instagram, on Twitter, all of that shit. We need to know what y'all will want y'all a significant other or a sexual encounter or a friend. Yeah. What was that thing you and our um, usual friend used to say all the time? My pussy pineapple friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, she said that shit when she was drunk at a gay club, and she's drunk. not gay. Not gay. She's at not all. bi. She's never went nowhere on the spe- the queer spectrum. So I kept telling her, "Bitch, shut the fuck up!" For somebody test the theory and try to see if your pussy somebody is. Somebody yes. wants to be out here like, "Oh, pineapple, you pineapple fresh, huh?" <laughs> Let me hug. You looking for the one straight man that came out to the gay boy? He is not gonna find you. No, because he's on daddy's lap. Somebody (laughs) bought him a few drinks and slid his ass to the bathroom. Yeah, or he might just be there supporting his friend. You know, it's always weird to me when. But we gotta be a little messy. Listen, I. There are not enough safe spaces for us as it is. And I'm not saying that straight people can't go to the gay clubs. Mm-hmm. But also, straight people can't go to the gay clubs. Because you, I'm confusing. Because remember we had that one friend that was in the gay club? We had a couple of friends that was in the gay club. You know what I'm talking Well, should I get the point? I mean, I mean, at that time, I wasn't anywhere. I mean... Oh, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I just like... <laughs> I um I had not had my sexual awakening. I didn't even think about that. Like yeah. it just yeah made sense for you to be there. See, it was supposed to happen. All this it time. was supposed to happen. But I'm talking about that one friend, that male friend 
who we ran into. I think you were with us. You had to be because I don't think I've ever been to the Grove without you being there. And they had on the gay boy sunglasses, like the light, real like see-through sunglasses, and a but. I have to tell you, but we have one quote, straight friend. You know what straight friend I'm talking about. They used to work in the (laughs) ballhouse. I'm too mad you trying to whisper on this podcast. (laughs) Not to be too messy. I'm trying to whisper. Like they can't hear what you're saying on this microphone. Look at that cover of the microphone. You like, text me, motherfucker. Text me. Um... Yeah, we have one straight friend that was at the gay club all the time. Mm. And I know a few people who would be like, who are straight, who would say they would go to the gay club to um, pick up the straight women that were there. And I was like, okay, but you can't get mad when you are in a queer space and... You get hit on. And it, it, like, that's another thing. And you got dressed up. You got cute to come to you the gay club. You got cute, bitch. You got cute, cute. Okay. But that's another thing that bothers me, that blows me. If someone of the same sex or, you know, gender fluid or someone on the the queer spectrum, uh, just to be inclusive of every situation that might occur to you, um, tries to come on to you, take it as a fucking compliment Mm -hmm. and move the fuck on. Especially you men, especially you black and Latino men. Take that shit as a compliment and keep it pushing. Hey, thanks, you know, thanks for noticing that I look fly. I'm cute, but I'm straight. And leave it at that. It the same way. No, no, I'm gonna beat your motherfucking ass, blah 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. The same way that you would want a woman to just accept your compliment, don't mm You can't be mad when she go off on you. Mm-hmm. Like she's gonna Especially yeah. when you're being overly aggressive. Yeah. I can see if somebody is trying to force themselves on you, mm-hmm. be mad. Yeah. Be big mad. Because fuck that person for yeah. trying to force themselves on you. But if somebody just says, you look nice today. Oh, I ain't gay. Okay. Great. That's fine. And let's let's normalize men giving other men compliments. Yes. Let's normalize affection between men. Because women do that shit all the time. Like I could be like, oh my God, sis, your boobs are sitting up so nice today. And I don't even want to touch you. I mean, I do like women, but I might not even want to touch you. Listen, I might time. just want to tell my male friend that his ball just sitting up right. Well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now no, that one, no. I'm not sure about. Nah, like, <laughs> but like, not actually. Like, genuinely, like. If I mean, look, that's that double standard shit. If you're wearing a shirt that looks nice on you, like, oh, wow, your arms look great in that shirt. Or you smell good, my nigga. Like, I tell people they smell good all the time. Yes. Like, if you smell good, you smell good. I, I will literally what, snap my neck to tell you you smell good. I don't care what you're doing. I'm going to fall. I'm going to run down the street with my big ass to tell you you smell good. You smell good. like. Yes, you smell delicioso. What's that fragrance? Oh, my goodness. Because nine times out of ten, I probably want to go to the store and be like, ooh, I might like this. Yeah. Even though, I mean, I wear the same cologne every single day I have for the past ten years. But. You need to switch it up. I can't. Uh, um, it's I'm my a, signature fragrance. I know, but sometimes you need mm. to switch it up. Like, I got three, four, maybe five in rotation. See, I want to be like you one day. Yeah. I, I mean, tried. I had two in rotation at yeah. one point, And then I was just like, this is just me. This is my fragrance. Yeah. I mean, everybody has to. I like to, like, I like, I have them in rotation because I feel like I get used to the scent that I don't smell it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I like to walk in the wind and my perfume be like, yeah, bitch, I smell far. Like, come <laughs> eat me. Like, 
But yeah, like, I 100% normalize affection between men. Mm-hmm. Hug your friend. Hug, tell your friends you love them. If you love them. Tell. That is okay. It's okay to love somebody platonically. Shit. Yeah. You can say I love you without wanting to suck a dick or eat a cooch. Or suck a titty. Or moan about that bitch. <laughs> you was a fucking bitch. <laughs> I try to make it a point to tell all my friends that I love them. Yeah. Um, and especially my male friends. And like, I my boyfriend tells his brother all the time, I love you. And I tell my brothers, I love them. Like, mm-hmm. because I love people. Yeah. Like, I love y'all. Y'all my friends. I don't want y'all to ever feel hated. I love you too, dearie. I love you, she. <laughs> okay we had a moment we did um i feel like that happens a lot we do genuinely though like this friendship is one that i see lasting forever and like, ever 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 forever ever um uh one more thing that we want to talk about before we get on to other things in the podcast because who knows where this will go we know yeah. we like to go on tangents yeah um we just said this, leaving people on red in person. Oh, I'll take lead on this one. Please do. So I had a situation um, where I was trying to have a situationship. Mm-hmm. Not really a situationship because I hate that term. I was trying to have a warm body. Wait, wait, okay? go back. Go back. What? Why do you not like the term situationship? Because it implies that it's in a relationship without the title. Like, it implies that you're going to have girlfriend privileges with me. Like, I'm going to cook you dinner, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to text you good morning every morning, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to FaceTime you all day and every day, and I'm just not on that path right now. So, I don't want to be misleading. I'm just not. That's not my journey. That's not my journey right now. That's not my path. I've tried to tell a lot of people that lately. That's not the path that I'm on right now. That's not my favorite thing to say. Really, I love yes. that. I'm gonna have to adapt that. Yeah, it's on my path right now. Um, but um, I had okay, so I am on the path right now where I am loving me and I'm loving me being single. Mm-hmm. And but you know, being human, you have urges, you have needs. And that is on a sexual level for me. Mm-hmm. Not on an emotional level because I'm fine. I just want you nuts. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all could have seen the face she just made at me. Into this microphone, into her computer. <laughs> Listen, I felt that I'm on a, a spiritual motherfucking level. Because it is. But I had to the point where I had... Um, I ain't going. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just lay a beer. I had a team. Okay. Shoot. I I did. Let me hold on. (laughs) I haven't done this yet. She had a motherfucking team. I had a team. A squad. Yeah. Like they was deep. No, they wasn't. No, they wasn't deep. We team sheesh. Oh my goodness. But I came to the point where the people that I was um, you know, having sexual relationships with, they started to catch feelings. And going back to what we were talking about, I kind of yeah, every single one of them. And it was weird. And I was like, what is it? 
Like, I know I'm a bomb.com, but I had to evaluate myself. <laughs> <laughs> I had to evaluate myself and I had to think about, and I couldn't put my finger on it. What was it about me that was making these people fall in love with so me? so good at putting your finger on me. <laughs> DJing that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that on fucking Twitter the other day. Oh, yesterday. Matter of fact, and I was like, I'm have to use that. The girl was like, I don't like fingers, but I DJ the fuck out of my glen. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying and dead, bitch. And then I went back and read it again and died again. I was like, I have never. <laughs> as woke as I am. I am a shenanigan at heart. Listen, like, for real. I fucking, that's like my favorite thing about you. You're like, like the most woke shenanigan. <laughs> I'm gonna adopt that. I'm just gonna put in my bio woke shenanigan. <laughs> I'm programmed for foolery as fuck. Like, <laughs> that actually was my, my, my username in this group that I was in that I left. It was programmed for foolery. Like, that was, that was my role. In the group. Okay, so. <laughs> you can't just I'm sorry. Y'all, this is season two. Y'all know that Shisha says what Shisha says. And that's just that. I don't know where the fuck it comes from. It just happens sometimes, okay? I'm gonna listen back to this while I'm editing. And he's gonna be texting me and be like, I hate you. I hate you so much. Fucking words. I'm straight up over here crying. He is crying, for real. Like, for real. Like, he red in the face. Like, he can't caramel over here, but he red as fuck. Like, Uh, yes. Okay, finish your story. But, um, I had to get rid of him. I had to get rid of everybody because I was just like, this is not the path that I'm on. I don't, I don't want to waste your, anybody's time. My time has been wasted before. I don't want to waste your time. I can't give you what you want. I can't give you all of me. I can't. So, um, got rid of that. And I had been messing with someone who kind of broke it down. But I'm not really going to get into that this episode. <clears throat> no, fuck it. I'm going to get into it. Do Basically, it. telling me that what Ronnie was saying last week. Mm-hmm. How compassionate I am. And I treat people the way I want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Even if mm-hmm. I'm just having sex with you, if I feel like if I'm on top and we make a mess, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna bring you a warm towel. And I'm not just gonna throw you the towel, I'm gonna wipe you off. And it's literally the little things uh-huh. that, you know. And see, that's like a, to me, that's like a relationship thing. Like, I get it, but like maybe not. No, yeah. To me, that's like. I mean, it is hella intimate, but I just feel like reflecting on it, I realize how in- intimate it is. But in the past, like being younger and having sex with somebody, and they just tossed me a towel, I'd be like, "Well, fuck you too, bitch." Like, <laughs> I feel some type of way. So I was like, I don't want nobody to feel that way. So let me wipe you off, male, female, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, I was in the process of trying to get to know somebody. Well, I, okay, let me let me backpedal a little bit. I don't just jump in bed with people. I at least try to get to know like how your mind. 
operates. Like I'm semi a sapiosexual, 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 yeah, sapiosexual. Yeah. Um, so I have to at least be attracted to the way you think because I just can't with the dumb shit. I'll dry up, um, <laughs> literally. Uh, I'll be like SpongeBob, like. I need you to get the fuck out. No. <laughs> but um, this person was kind of like, I don't know, kind of hot and cold, hot and cold. And I was like, I feel the fuck back. Mm-hmm. And I got a text message. I hope this person, it was this person going to listen to this podcast, but I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> and I left the person on red. Yes. Yes. Every time I think I hear that line, I think about that one gift with the dude hanging from the wall, like like he's riding on the speaker or some shit. Yeah. Um, But I left her on red because I was just like, I couldn't do. I didn't have the mental capacity to deal with the situation. Um, I didn't want to deal with the situation. It was basically like. It was like a denying flip trying to put the burden on me about why the situation hadn't moved forward in this sexual sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I left him red. I was like, I'm not going to deal with this situation. I'm just going to let it ride because I had already been on the fence about it. Um, but, you know, karma liking me so fucking much so much you know i'm just like go start for karma because i'm just the top of that bitch's list like <laughs> ran into the person in person and hmm couldn't leave the person on red in person but it's a thing i'm gonna start doing i truly honestly feel like if somebody trying to talk to you and they're an interest in person mm-hmm. just leave yeah just exit yeah dramatically though and it's not that the person was uninteresting it's just like <sighs> have you ever fellas and ladies have you ever been on a date with somebody and then y'all leave and then they talk about how much they wanted to do x y and z to you and he was like i was just in front of you like you had the opportunity to speak this mm-hmm. to um see if it could have went that way mm-hmm. but now you're waiting until like 45 minutes while I'm at home and I'm you know like right. eh, whatever um but yeah that shit yeah I definitely have been there mm-hmm. and it's like always like what the fuck but you know what it's okay to leave people on red um in person you just gotta give them the James Harden look and sassay your way out like, sassay your way yeah Shantae, you stay. Shantae, you stay. You stay. <laughs> um, I wish that I had somebody to leave on red in person. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to leave my boyfriend on red in person. No. I mean, I could. I mean, you could if the situation was just like, I don't want to do with this right now. Leave, leave mm-hmm. me on red. Leave me on red. Yep. <laughs> Can you imagine just saying that to somebody, I'm leaving you on red and just walking I around. literally just thought about that shit and how, like, if somebody did that to me, I'd be pissed. <laughs> but <laughs> I would be so motherfucking mad. Like, how? I'm still with the shits, though. I'm with the shits. 100% with this shit. I'm with speaking my truth and moving myself out of situations that are not what's up for me. So, now that we're kind of coming to the end of the episode, so like things are kind of winding down, mm-hmm. um, where do you 
see your path heading now? What journey do you feel like you're on now with like your career, with your life, with we know where your sex life is. Um, but what what are the other things in this queen? I feel like the path that I I'm on right now, like the episode, episode true, is being true to myself, being mm-hmm. true to the people around me. Um no longer taking shit from people, no matter if you signing my paycheck, if you birthed me in this world, um, not taking the shit. Um, because I had a conversation with my mom about how um, I hate how compassionate I am. Mm-hmm. And... Um, now I, I do get a little spicy you know my little my latina side or whatever mm-hmm. um but for the most part I, I think before i speak and i wish that i could turn that shit off sometimes i mean i do but the majority of the time um i'm compassionate I'm, I, I don't want to purposely hurt anybody's feelings mm. and kind of like unlearning that um because people and it sounds bad saying it right now, <laughs> but people don't give a fuck. They don't. They don't. They don't give a fuck about how you feel about a situation. They will try to dog walk the fuck out of you and you just have to stand in your truth and be like, nah, mm-hmm. fuck nah. You got me fucked up. And don't call me angry. Because I just I just posted this on Urban Proper on Facebook that, earlier. Yeah. Don't call me angry because I'm walking you back to your seat. Whether it's the friend zone seat or bitch sit the fuck down because you got me fucked up seat. Don't call me angry because of that. Don't call me an angry black woman because of that. Because I'm checking you. And that's just the path that I'm on right now. Checking shit that needs to be checked. Being in my truth. Accepting the path that I'm on, accepting where I am and, you know, my sexuality, um, accepting who I am with, you know, um, with not wanting to be in a relationship, not wanting to have children right now. Mm -hmm. That's not my main focus. And really, my next, trying to make my next move my best move. Because I feel like um, sometimes people just get into jobs so that they can provide for themselves, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt myself not being happy continuously doing that, it being in those situations and really making sure that what I'm going to do, I'm going to love. I'm going to want to wake up and go to the job every day mm-hmm. and, you know, be heard or be able to express myself or being able to feel appreciated. To be able to see that I'm appreciated as well, mm-hmm. whether it's financially or what have you. So that's just where I'm on. Yes. Yeah. You said something early in when you were saying that um, that reminded me, and that's what I was looking up, of this Queen Herbie song called New Bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to play it because copyright. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but the second verse has a couple of my favorite lines that she's ever written. The first part is... Um, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Uh, she said, "Yes, I could be nice, but that would be false advertising." And that shit fucks me up every time because I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, yeah." 
Yes, but then she says, like a little later in the verse, she says, um, number one question is, did she get something done? Nope, just not taking your shit no more. Just not taking your shit. Mm-hmm. Respect look good on me. What about a brand new whip? And that was like, when you said that, I thought of that because I was like, yes, like, yeah. if you gonna respect me, mm-hmm. absolutely, I'm gonna respect myself before anything and everything mm-hmm. else, and I ain't taking nobody's shit. Fuck what you heard. Yeah. New bitch. Never and I feel like I'm a new bitch. Like, I feel like I have, in my 20s, I have grown so much i've learned so much i have evolved so much i have changed myself i have shed the old skin mm-hmm. grew some new skin shed it again mm-hmm. um but i love who i am i love who i'm becoming life is a journey mm-hmm. and you just gotta make your your own path yes i yeah. love that what about you what's what's uh what path <sighs> are you on um I am, I feel like, eternally chasing happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and like popped up in my Facebook memories for a couple years ago. I posted the word sherophobia, which is a fear of happiness. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I was very afraid of being happy because it always just seemed to be so fleeting and it always ran away from me. Like... So what's the point of being happy if I'm not going to be happy all the time? And I think where I am right now is this artistic journey of healing other people through my healing. Mm -hmm. And really living in the fact that maybe I'm not supposed to be a performer. Maybe I'm not supposed to be uh, this whole big whatever actor blah 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 but my words are powerful and that's what people like the most Mm -hmm. and understanding that I speak a lot of things into people's lives that I need to speak into my own life Mm -hmm. and living and loving and you know I'm not single and I'm very happy not being single yeah. And I think where I am is just like getting comfortable with happiness, getting comfortable with love, being comfortable not having to be aggressively overtasked and overworked. Yes. Uh, and that's with work and that's with my career and that's with being an artist and working on a new album and writing a new play. Like I have all these things I want to do, but I. Yeah. And I kind of caught myself stretching myself too thin. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you were talking about, and I was like, okay, I need to sit down and I need to focus on a, just a couple things at a time. Not 10, 15 different things at a time. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that's where I am. That's, that's, that's my path. My path is standing in my truth, living, loving, understanding happiness more and more every day, and... At the end and beginning of everything that I am, I'm an artist. And that comes with its own set of rules that mm-hmm. I'm going to break anyway because that's just who I am. Yeah. <laughs> like they say, you know, well-behaved women or well-behaved people just in general don't make history. Mm-mm. You know. No. 
We break rules in this house. You gotta break rules. Break a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Tattoo yourself up. Oh, I did get a new tattoo. Yeah. And I did decide that I am gonna lock my hair and I'm getting tattoos. I am so excited about both of those choices. Because you look so beautiful. Thank you. I love it. So, yeah. It fits you. It's, Thank you. It's regal. It it's fits regal. Your, the regality. See, I was scared that it was gonna make me look masculine. No. And that was my fear. Because your aesthetic is just kind of so inherently feminine mm-hmm. that the only way you really could look masculine is if you cut all your hair off. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But guys, don't forget to follow us on our social media platforms. We are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. Instagram and Facebook are at Urban Proper Podcast. Uh, Twitter is at Urban underscore proper. I remember this. Yes, you did. Um, And don't forget to check us out on SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, Spotify, Google Play. Play Google Playlist. Google yeah. Play Podcast. <laughs> and we're still working on... Well, we're going to start again working on... Yeah, iTunes. On, for all you iPhone people. I don't know what's wrong with them. They're being bitches and hoes still. They just don't want us to be great. Listen, why are being great till they got to be great? <laughs> I just thought about what I said before. <laughs> yeah. Why fool great when you're trying to lose weight? I think I saw that meme somewhere. So don't quote me. Those are not my exact words. Anyway. Yeah. Still iconic as fuck. Um, yeah, so till the next episode, this has been Urban Proper. Urban Proper. With a hard ER. (laughs) With a hard ER. (laughs) And I bet not never to hear you say it with an A on the end. Yes. Fuck you up. It's not Urban Proper, it's Urban Proper. Urban Proper. Proper. Okay. Bye. Bye.